Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Okay, Nay. What's up? I pushed the button and you didn't even know it. Gosh, what is with you and the button? I don't know. You know, I just want us to go slide into our little podcast and... You're so funny. Tricking you just to see. Okay. Uh, I don't know what. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Wow. How was your week? How was my week? Um, it was it's it was pretty full, but then it kind of tapered off. That's how the week was. Yeah. You know, I thought it was going to be like slammed like all the way through, but it, it tapered. I had a couple unfortunately sick people that couldn't come in and got ill. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff's going around. It is. I heard the stomach bug was Ew, going around. Really? Yeah, that's like the worst kind. Yeah, I don't remember last time. Mm-hmm. But I uh, no, we don't that. need that. We don't need that. We do I not need that. Any of that. Yes, in Stay Jesus' away. name. Right. You know, we don't need any of that. Yeah. So, how was your week? My week was busy. Yeah. Yeah, it was busy. I had like you know some downtime here and there though. Yeah. Seem like because people are sick and yeah, but we were here most of the week together in the evening. Yeah, maybe yesterday you kind of skated out early. Yeah, I was supposed to have a six o'clock and that got rescheduled. Oh, okay. She was sick. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here we are. It's Friday. And yes. We got the. Got the weekend. I don't have one thing to really do this weekend except for go to Costco. Oh, your sister's coming next weekend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do the Costco thing on Sunday. You like going to Costco on Sunday? Because our church is out that way. And so it's on the way home thing. Oh. I, we did a Sunday. I'm very big about... We did a Sunday, and I did not care for that. It, it helps to pray. I do it every time. Girl. I, do, I seriously pray, Lord, give me patience, and this is what I say, um, part the sea, so, so that I can go through? right through and right on, and it works every time. <sighs> Literally. Wow. I've wow. seen people, like, open up new lanes. Oh, ma'am, I can help you over here. Really? That yeah. never happens to me. Oh, yeah. You got to pray. No. It never happens to me. And I went went there on a Sunday once, and I told Reed, yeah, we'll never again go on a <laughs> Sunday. No. I'm a planner, though. So, like, if I know what I'm doing, I will plan my errands around when it's the most convenient to do that instead of going out of my way. <clears throat> I don't understand those people that, like, go to the grocery store every day and plan their meal. I am yeah, not I don't that. Like that. I don't like that. I, I can't do that. Yeah, when Reed deviates. I don't like to go do errands. No. I think I'm I'm realizing 
what a bad homebody I am. Yeah. I love not going anywhere. Is that weird? No, because I'm the same. I, <laughs> I love, I like just planting it. I mean, being in my I, yeah, I literally am like, I, I, I could, I'm, I'm, could not go anywhere. And yeah. that includes errands. And I was just thinking about this morning. I'm like, I'm not even a big shopper. I don't go and like, oh, I need to shop. It's no fun going to the mall anymore. No, like it was back in the day. Yeah, forget we it. We used to walk around and hit the arcade. Yeah, girl, now you're talking. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that was fun. It was fun. Not anymore. I know. I slipped into Dillard's about a month ago. I was literally in there for five minutes and walked my happy self right yeah. back out. I'm like, yeah, I don't like this. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like how they change Target and Kohl's around. I just, it's, not a, it's not the same feel. It feels too uppy now. I felt like they were always in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they added Sephora. Yeah, I don't <coughs> know Kohl's. what that is. It, yeah, there must we be went some there. evil background with Sephora. <laughs> they took because I feel a bad vibe. They took a big space out of Kohl's. Yeah, Tay I and I went there a few weeks ago. Um, she was looking for something specific, and I thought, well, maybe I could kill two birds with one stone. Maybe I could just get everything here. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Didn't happen. No. And we I didn't know. find anything at that Sephora. They should have put an Ulta in there. That's what they should have done. Uh, girl, I'm reducing makeup. I'm not about it. But anymore. you know what? I told I told <laughs> I'm Tay. Be the old lady that just doesn't care. <laughs> well, you but then can. I don't want to be because then I I think of my old little client that I have that is just a little button. And she's always dialed up. A little redhead? Yes. Little redhead, you know who we're talking about, too. But that takes work. <laughs> I'm getting If you want to look as good as her, I know. you're going to have to put some effort into it, sis. She's all dialed up, and I wish I could be like that. Yeah. But then I don't, because it takes work. I just could never go without zero makeup. I, we need you the Jetsons. Look, you look good with no makeup. I don't. It took a while for me to get the courage. I look extreme. I look way older than I I've should. I've seen you with no makeup. You look fine. No. No. You're just being kind. No. I feel like you have smooth skin. Like it's not discolored like I am. I don't feel like you are. <laughs> what? You know, what discolored you marks. I don't know. I feel like I, I wish we had this like same tone everywhere and like no marks like no Alicia little keys girl she went how many years she went on a no makeup deal or cc Winans. she's got good skin girl i know i want good skin it was <laughs> but that takes work you know and then then i don't want to do the work i've been a mary Kay girl for a really, really long time I was too for a long time really long time only probably I only stayed with it because uh, my Illinois friend, she Selling sells it, it and yeah. she always gives me her discount. Yeah. 
and it is really good on my face really so I mean I could have more wrinkles than I do but Mary Kay helped me out mm. nice yeah who knows what we'll be like in another 20 years 20 hopefully I'm raptured and out of here that's what I'm saying <laughs> sis like 20 yeah I don't okay let's not go down that I'm almost hole. gonna be 80 then you could still be here in 20 years yeah, but it's I'm, I'm really hoping for the rapture. Me too. I mean, do you really want to still looking at me at, in 20 years? We're going to be doing this podcast for another 20 years? No, I hope we change it up. Oh, gosh, we'd have to do something. Nobody's going to listen to us for another 20 years. No. <laughs> Surely not. Surely not. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> do you listen to Living Waters? The yeah. podcast in the end is so hilarious. Easy is just so funny. And he says it every to, time. I haven't listened to their podcast in a long you time. Gotta, you gotta listen to the podcast because the outro is hilarious. Is it? Yeah, because they admit like. It's bad. Where we, so I don't even, I can't even say what he says, but it's so funny about how we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> Something like that, where we have no idea what we're doing <laughs> and Funny. that's been our take from day one we are not professional podcasters right we have no idea no what we're doing we're just praying beforehand and hitting the button <laughs> hitting the button and letting the lord lead yeah and let's tell you let's tell them how he led this morning literally this has happened to me I would randomly flip the Bible open and it landed on Matthew 5. Yeah. So we're feeling like God is wanting us to talk about this because it literally, like this happened three times in just this week. I would open the Bible. To Matthew 5. And it was Matthew 5. My eyes went to verse 31 and 32 every time. And you didn't have Third a time. bookmark in it? No, no bookmark. Look, you're, you're the witness. Yeah. Yeah, you're no the witness. Book, no bookmark. No little nothing. No tabs. Right. No sticky notes. No pen stuck in there. No pen. Nothing. And Third no time. tissue or anything. No, no. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> oh, um, so yeah. yeah, we're gonna talk about Matthew five. We're gonna talk about divorce. Divorce. Yeah, because it's come up a lot in our counseling. It unfortunately, has. it has. Yeah. Let's see, how many years do you have and I have together? Let's add this up. I'm you got 27. Seven. Mm. Do you need a calculator, ma'am? I ma kind of do. You need a calculator. I kind of do. <laughs> no, you don't. Six, do you want me to double check your math with a calculator? 62. I trust you. 62 years of marriage between us. Because you're 35? Mm-hmm. But should we count 40? Should we say marriage or how long we've been with our husbands? Because that 35 turns into 40 and your 27 turns into what? 30. Girl, look at us. Man, I'm old. We got 70 years between us with the same men. Well, no, no. Okay, that sounds weird. Oh, my God. That rewind, weird. rewind the button. Rewind, rewind. 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 No, that's not right. You, what are you talking about? I don't know where you're going right now. Between the two of us, yes. we we have seventy years 
with these men, yes. You well, said you it right. Have, you have one man, I have one man, yeah, and it's what are you not talking the same about? man. Oh, no, I didn't even think that. That's why I'm like, wait a minute, where is she going? I didn't want anybody to get confused. <laughs> we're not we're not Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bad joke. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Mm -mm. No. Yeah. But you said it so funny, like with the same man. Or men. I should have said men. But no, see, that sounds weird too. Maybe you said men. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's okay. stop. We're just I have one husband and only one husband, and so does Jose, or so does Nate. Who are you? Who are you? Oh my God, this is going south. Wow, this is wow. wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they know what we mean. Okay, okay, we don't have to explain it. We don't because you keep putting your foot well, in listen, your mouth. You know what? This world is crazy. Absolutely, it's crazy, and I almost feel like you know we gotta extra explain so yeah. people don't get any like weird yeah right true so we have separate men that we're married to right yeah definitely just, just laying that out there yeah but and, and speaking, we're not getting a divorce no. we're not doing that oh, in fact it's it's not our decision no it's not our husband's decision i really believe this like when i sit down with a married couple that are struggling I say, just take this pressure right off you. Take, take it the to pressure. the Lord. Yes, take this huge decision that's lingering in the back of yeah. your mind uh -huh. that sometimes you are fixated on it and then you, be, you start to have worry about it. Completely release that from yourself and give it to the Lord because He will tell you. Yeah, you have to have complete peace. Yeah. If you have complete peace, that the Lord is releasing you from the relationship, then make your decision. But I also want to preface this, that divorce is not fun. No, it affects everybody. Not just the two of you. No, it's it, it just ripples out yes, to so does. many people, to family, to children, to extended family, to friends. Grandchildren that you don't even have right now. It yeah. affects them because the unit was broken. Yeah. The family unit was broken. And, you know, then holidays look different. Events look different. Future weddings look different. Uh, yeah. Funerals even look different. It's all different. And you really got to take it serious, people. Like, what the marriage unit is, what the covenant, the contract, like... Literally, what we're what we're reading, what the Lord's having us flip to, is like, it is serious. Like, it is a covenant binding contract, and like, the the title of uh, verse thirty one and thirty two of Matthew five says, "Marriage is sacred and binding." Even if you just sit on those two words, yeah, marriage is sacred. In fact, let's look up the definitions of these words. What does sacred mean? Yeah, let's see. And I'm going to turn to Matthew 5, and I'm going to read 31 and 32 while you're looking at that, okay? Okay. Matthew 5, verse 31 and 32 says, says this. It's, again, marriage is sacred and binding. It says, furthermore, it has been said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. 
32, but I say to you, this is Jesus talking, mm -hmm. <clears throat> that whoever divorces his wife for any reason except sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a woman who is divorced, divorced commits adultery. You know, this just hit me as I was hearing you read this, that he is addressing to the man because covenants always start with, with the, the man. man. Think yeah, about it, it back in the e in yeah, the garden. Yep, yep. The covenant was made with man. Yeah. Jesus is addressing in the same authority line. Yeah. The same order. This yes, is why he's men. a God of order. Yes. It yeah. stays the same. He's the same yesterday, today, today and tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, sacred means um, connected with God mm -hmm. or dedicated to a religious purpose mm -hmm. and so deserving veneration. Mm. So I love how, it, how sacred is saying connected with God. Marriage yeah. is supposed to be a connection with God as the foundation. Well, he's the one that created marriage for a man and a woman. That's what yes. the Bible says. Yes, clearly. Clearly. It's not me saying this. It's not you saying this. Yeah. The Bible, yeah. the Holy Bible says marriage is between a man and a woman, period. Which again... God created marriage. He did. He created female and male. Yeah. So he gets to say how it works. Can I just <laughs> can I just say this part too? Um, because I think it's important. I have a note in my Bible and it says, Are your actions today helping your marriage grow stronger or are they tearing it apart? Your mm. actions specifically, not your husband's, not your wife. Right. But is is it your actions? Are they tearing your marriage apart? It says divorce should not automatically occur if there has been adultery. Now, we're probably going to get, you know, people sending us messages on that. Um, but let me finish. It says, first, make every effort to forgive, reconcile, restore says we're always to look for reasons to restore versus excuses to leave. Yeah. I think that's important. Because the Lord is very clear on the only two exceptions for... Divorce. Divorce. Sexual immorality. And abuse. And we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which can cover a multitude of things when you define what abuse is. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But binding, so we, we looked up what sacred is. Binding is an agreement or promise involving an obligation that cannot be broken. Mm, that's wow. good. Yeah, an agreement or promise involving an obligation that cannot be broken is binding marriage is sacred and binding these are jesus's words mm. so um we have to take it that serious as well if we if we want life to not be burdensome as the words say then we need to follow it god's way because he's it's the right way well, if you're thinking that you need to divorce your spouse because you're just sick of your spouse's attitude or you don't like that your spouse is dropping the wet towel on the carpet every morning, mm -hmm. you know, or you're just 
tired of being married. Yeah, the responsibility. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I mean, unless you're in an arranged marriage with, you know, which I, if you got married in the United States, I highly doubt you have been put into an arranged marriage. You got to walk this thing out. Mm -hmm. When did you get married? When? What age? 17. And I was 21. Mm -hmm. And um, like we said, we've got a lot of years of marriage in... You know, the Lord never promises us that marriage is easy. It may look fun and all fairy tale like at the very beginning, but you know what? Get uh, one week in. Mm-hmm. Just seven days. Oh, and then you'll come to reality. Yeah. But you know, and people change over time. It You have to find the rhythm of changing yeah. together, but it goes back to what you wrote in your Bible. That yeah. Is there anything that you're doing, yeah, any of causing. your actions that are causing division or heartache or mm-hmm. disruption mm-hmm. or tension in your marriage? Yeah. Like people can change together. There's something that bonded you in the beginning that you like about that person, the root of who they are. Well, but they and God did their, that for you. Yeah. God made the two of you come together. Mm-hmm. And especially if you I have children. I see that in my own marriage. Oh. You see that in yours. Absolutely. Even though we might have not done everything right in the beginning, I do yeah. see how God has just mended and molded and yeah. bonded yeah. us together for things that I'm weak with, he's strong, and things that he's, he's weak, I'm strong. And that's what a marriage is. It can be very beautiful. It can be very hard. It can be challenging. Yeah. But it, it can. also can be the opposite and be beautiful. Yeah. That's that's. But you have to work at marriage. It just doesn't come natural because you 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 both have different personalities and different ways of thinking. But and this is what I've learned over the years, and and I've told people who come into my to my office is if you can get marriage down, if you could find that rhythm, and you could you know, you you work together as a married couple in all your differences that you both have. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what God is saying is going to happen when we are no longer on this earth and, you know, we're with Him in His kingdom, in heaven, mm-hmm. with all the diversity. Mm-hmm. It's diversity. I mean... Not everybody's going to be like-minded, except for one thing. We're all going to be praising and mm-hmm. and worshiping the Lord. But if we could work out the differences in between our, you know, with in our marriage, yeah. then that's going to help in our jobs yep. with other friends because everybody's different and and diverse. Right. Even with your children. Oh yeah, definitely with your kids. Yeah. But I think you first have to make the commitment and view marriage as Jesus is stating that it's sacred and binding. Because yeah. if you look at it as like, eh, it's not a big deal. I if could you, go get a divorce if it doesn't work out. Yeah, if you're not fully committed, then you're not going to fully put in the effort. You're not. You're already setting yourself up to fail. If you look at it as, 
one foot in and one foot out. You're not fully committed. You're not yeah. looking at it as binding and a sacred thing that you don't want to lose. For the if rest look of at this it, life. Yeah, if you both have that attitude and mindset, you're going to give your all when you need to put in the work and the yeah. effort and the change. Yeah. That it won't be as, you're already resisting it if you're going in with, eh. If it doesn't work. Eh, it's no big deal. I mean, yeah, I got a we'll way out. It, we'll call it quits. Right. Let's go to another um, scripture, Matthew 19, 3 through 12. Talks about marriage and divorce. Okay, you want me to read that? Yeah. It says, uh, the Pharisees also came to him, testing him and saying to him, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason? And he answered and said to them, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So then, they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce and to put her away? He said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, permitted you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery and whoever marries her who is divorced commits adultery his disciples said to him if such is the case of the man with his wife it is better not to marry but he said to them all cannot accept this saying but only those to whom it has been given for there are eunuchs who were born thus from their mother's womb and there are eunuchs who are made eunuchs by men and there are eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. He who is able to accept it, let him accept it. And I do like um, in verse four through six, you know, it says God's design is that marriage be an abiding state. Mm -hmm. Abiding. Yes. That's really important. Right. Um, I like how it said, and this is also gives you hope um, for those that have had adultery in their marriage, that Moses only made this law because they were so wanting to find divorce for any reason. Oh, I don't like how she cooks now, so I want to leave. Yeah. Or she's, you know, gotten a little bit heavier, so I want to leave. Yep. Or whatever reasons they yep. had back then. But Moses had to do that because it it wasn't in the beginning that there was divorce. No. It was not so. No. It says from the beginning it was not so. Correct. So meaning you can get past really deep hurts. Mm -hmm. You can mend a marriage. And so like you and I counsel with, we're never going to tell someone to go get a divorce. No. Even if there would. was sexual immorality. No. Okay. No, because I mean... God is a redeemer. He's a restorer. He could restore the marriage back to something completely different and new, healthy. Um, so mm -hmm. no, I, I would never tell anybody that because like right. I had mentioned in, uh, with that note in Matthew 5, you know, if there's been a transgression in a marriage, it doesn't mean the first mode of operation is to go get a divorce right because I mean 
And I know the other reason is um, if there was abuse, but that also can be restored if it's God's will. If, if and if two people are willing to get the help that they yes. that they need with this abuse, the abuser and the yes. Now, this is where you then know the decision. If someone continues in sexual immorality or abuse, then God is saying. Yes, you don't stay or even be around those people. What is that scripture, isn't it? Well, I have um, in, in the NLT, it's 1 Corinthians 5, 9 through 11. And I thought I'd read it along with my notes. Okay. It says, when I wrote to you before, I told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin. But I wasn't talking about unbelievers who indulge in sexual sin or are greedy or cheat people or worship idols. You would have to leave this world to avoid people like that. I meant that you are not to associate with anyone who claims to be a believer yet indulges in sexual sin or is greedy or worships idols or is abusive or is a drunkard or cheats people. And so, you know, I starred that word abusive because if there's physical, verbal, sexual, emotional um, abuse in the marriage or if one of the um, marriage partners are engaged in um, substance abuse or illegal activity, God doesn't want you in all of that. That's chaotic. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want any of his children to be hurt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the first thing is, is to try to get that person, the abuser, some help. Mm-hmm. Maybe something's going on with and that it, person. And in those situations, there probably is extreme, what we would call like an extreme intervention, an extreme uh, boundary, which may be separation for a period of time. And we found yeah. this scripture in 1 Corinthians to support that. Is that 7? Uh, 7, 10, and 11, because some believers do not believe in separation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is necessary when you, how we, how we counsel in this is if it's necessary if you're not able to heal under the same roof. So if there's abuse happening, sometimes there has to be a physical separation and sometimes and also, there has there has to be a plan though yes and we know of a plan right there has to be a plan because when you when you separate you can't just say okay you're kicked out of the house and and then all of a sudden in this and i have seen this where married people who are separate who they're separated now they think it's just it's okay to go start messing around with oh, other people. No, no. You're you're no, still no, married. No, no, no. You are still under the covenant. Correct. Correct. And so like 1 Corinthians states and it supports this that you can depart from your spouse but also move towards reconciliation. So it says, "Now to the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord." There's the Lord saying this, a wife is not to depart from her husband, but even if she does depart, let her remain unmarried, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. There's a, there's two options here. You either become unmarried or you reconcile to your husband and a husband is not to divorce his wife. What scripture were you reading there? Naomi? First Corinthians 7, 10 and 11. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. even if is that there is that deep, 
departing or that time away, you can still work towards reconciliation. Yes. So, um, yeah, we, we you really we I I think like what you said where is this coming up a lot, um, but I think the main thing is when you're walking close to the Lord, just like anything else, He's going to give you the answer. Yeah, He's going to give you the answer, and He will give you that peace that surpasses all understanding, even in times like this. We've walked people through it. Oh my goodness! Where yeah. they they did have to end up in divorce, but they had this peace the whole way through. You know, even if there was times where they had to stay married under the same roof until the divorce happened, yeah, yeah. they had such a peace. But yeah. they were, they were embedded in the Word yes, daily. Yes, they were. They were praying. They were listening to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there's the. I was just looking at this note in in this NLT Study Bible. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's talking about, um, let's see. I love this scripture where it says, God paid a high price for you, so don't be enslaved by the world. I mean, don't yeah. don't listen to the world. Yes. Don't listen to your girlfriend saying, yeah. get rid of the bum. Yeah. Don't listen. Don't listen to your buddies. It says, each of you, dear brothers and sisters, should remain as you were when God first called you. And the study notes say that the same principle would apply to Christians married to unsaved mates. We are prone to think that a change in circumstances is always the answer to a problem. But the problem is usually within us and not around us. The heart of every problem is the problem in the heart. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So very true. Yeah, you got to think, think, get good counsel. Yes. Word says, you know, it's okay to have many counselors. You got to get good Bible believing people to give you some good wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, before you just rush off and make a rash decision. Correct. So, yeah, for sure. All righty. Okay. We will talk soon. All right. See you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.